Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Good day, Mark. Hello, Mike. Uh, you, you picked an interesting poem. Uh, you know, the, the uh, management of, of type 1 diabetics is changing, it seems like, almost day to day. To be safe and effective, uh, insulin therapy um, for type 1 diabetics uh, ne- needs to be tailored to the individual patient and adjusted based on, on regular blood glucose testing. We need several components, right? We need a monitor a glycemic control. We need to set targets for that control, usually uh, uh, less than 7% uh, of A1C. We need to decide on an insulin regimen, and, and clearly we need to pick a, a route of administration. And selecting uh, an approach to insulin administration is complicated. It may include multiple daily injections or continuous subcutaneous insulin infusions, that in itself may involve an insulin pump with or without integrated continuous glucose sensors uh, and automated dose adjustments. So all of this is fairly complicated, but then it becomes even more complicated when the patient is a little person, say between the ages of of one uh, and and seven. We've got these hybrid closed loop insulin pump devices, also uh, colloquially known as artificial pancreases. They deliver insulin based on real-time glucose concentrations. They're often controlled by a computer-driven algorithm. These are commercially available. These systems uh, do require some manual input of data like carbohydrates. The question is, how uh, complicated are these to use in children? You found a poem published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Uh, 2022 starts on page 209. It attempts to answer the question, does a closed loop system offer benefits over sensor augmented pump therapy in children between the ages of one and seven? Mark, uh, this was a crossover trial. What did the data tell us? Yeah, this is, um, as you said, sensor augmented pump therapy, SAPT is the acronym that I'll use. Um, does continuous blood glucose monitoring combined with a pump, but it requires a human to, you know, adjust the insulin. A closed loop system adds an algorithm that delivers the insulin without requiring that sort of manual input. And so that's especially, you know, potentially helpful in, in young kids. So the study identified 74 kids aged one to seven years with type one diabetes for at least six months and a reasonably controlled glycated hemoglobin level. They were randomized into two groups. The average age of the kids was 5.6 years, so they were toward the older end of that range. And the groups looked similar at the beginning of the study. Group A began with the closed-loop system. Group B began with the SAPT. And remember, the closed-loop system is one with the algorithm. After 16 weeks, they had a a washout period of uh, one to four weeks, and then they crossed over to get the other therapy for another 16 weeks. So this was a crossover trial. During the closed loop period, kids were more likely to be in the target glucose range of 70 to 180. Number needed to treat was 11. So about 72% in the target range versus 63%. So it did somewhat better. Their average glycated hemoglobin was a little bit lower, 6.4 versus 7%. There was no difference in the time spent with low blood sugar, no difference in insulin use, and only a small reduction in the percentage with a very high glucose over 300, 2% versus 3%. 
So overall adverse events were similar, uh, but there was one episode of severe hypoglycemia in the closed group and there were none in the SAPT group. So a closed loop system that automatically adjusts the delivery rate of an insulin pump increases the time uh, in target glucose range uh, without other benefits. There may be quality of life benefits because there's less sort of hands-on decision-making. But on the other hand, there was that one episode of severe hypoglycemia. So, you know, I, I think ultimately this is an opportunity for shared decision-making. Some parents may prefer that the, the simplicity of the closed loop system. Others may prefer to be involved and in more hands-on and uh, recognizing that at least in this study, there was one episode of severe hypoglycemia. We don't know how that scales if you're doing this for, you know, much larger right. populations. Right. I mean, it's a small study, only 74 patients. I'm, I'm actually surprised that they didn't uh, measure uh, patient satisfaction or in this case, a parent satisfaction. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, this technology has come a long ways and I think it's terrific that we're making it easier for people with type one diabetes to manage their, their disease. Thanks Mark for bringing this to our attention. We'll talk uh, in a week. All right. See you then. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 